Today's word comes from Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 to 25. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just, but just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgins shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had born a son, and he named him Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Simon. Uh, what a beautiful prayer. I hope that I can get the text of your prayer. If God is with us, what will it be like? If God is with us, there will be peace. If God is with us, there will be security and protection. If God is with us, a lot of good things uh, will happen. That is our common thinking. And that is a nice theory, but that is not always true. And also the scripture doesn't say that. Jacob's life wasn't like that, even though God was with him. Joseph's life wasn't like that. How about Moses? Last 40 years, he wanted to live in green pasture, peacefully, peacefully with family. But because God was with him, he had to go to wilderness, and for 40 years, he suffered so much. And Jesus and disciples, disciples would have lived very normal, happy life. But because God was with them, they left their net. They left everything they had, their home, security, protection. And most of them uh, became martyrs at the end. And St. Paul, same thing. Their lives were full of crisis, danger, and hardship because God was with them. Even though God is with us, we experience crisis, trouble, vulnerability, and danger. Well, whenever people experience hardships in life, the first question they raise is whether God is with me. Hard time comes, the question, is God there? Is God 
with me? When bad things happen to them, they sometimes even conclude that God doesn't exist, or at least He was not with me. It is hard to accept that God leads us into crisis, into trouble, and into danger. Mary's pregnancy, that was the visible sign of God being with her. Son of God was in her body. So that was Emmanuel, that was the visible sign of God being with Mary. However, this presence of God led Mary and Joseph into great trouble, crisis, and even danger. If God weren't with them, they, their lives would have, might have been better off. Joseph would have married uh, Mary and lived happily ever after. At least they could live a normal life like everybody else. A virgin getting pregnant, it was not just a scandal. Maybe in these days, it may be just a scandal, but in that time, it was not just a scandal. It was a crime, punishable by death. Capital punishment. So we realize how hard it is to impregnate God's presence. Impregnating God's presence is not an easy thing. You don't just close your eyes and then God's presence comes to you. No. Being pregnant with God's presence is a very, very difficult thing and scary thing, sometimes even. God threw Joseph into the situation where there was no way out. Joseph thought and thought and thought, uh, thought but he had no way out. So all he could do was, okay, I'm going to just break off this relationship. That's all he could think about. There was no way out. God brought Joseph and Mary into great fear. Emmanuel, God is with us. Because of Emmanuel, Joseph and Mary fell into deep dilemma. Emmanuel was the scandal. Emmanuel was the problem. You know, we have certain thoughts about God. And according to our thoughts, we have certain expectations about God. And we expect God to behave in the way we imagine. That's what we do with God. We want God to serve us rather than us serving God. God, I want you to behave in this way because this is my idea about you. So if you don't behave in the way that I can imagine, then maybe you're not God. So we continuously create idols 
rather than God. The idols that I can handle, the idols that I like, that are idols that I'm comfortable with. But God is not limited to our limited imagination. You want to hear what Isaiah said? This is what Isaiah said. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. This is what God said. Nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your, your thoughts. God leads us beyond our imagination. And so whenever God is with you, God always surprises you. But funny thing is, whatever idea that we have about God, still the same. Some people still have idea of elementary uh, lesson that they learn about God, and they continue until they die. The God doesn't change. When God continuously opens you up so that your understanding of God becomes deeper and deeper and deeper, but since we have idol rather than God, it never changes. Always comfortable with God because he never challenges us. It is pseudo-God. It's idol. But when real God is present with us, we are challenged. We are shocked. We are surprised every time. Sometimes when you wonder, my goodness, how, how can you work in that way? I could never imagine the way you worked in my life. Sometimes I get awed by the way God worked through my life. God leads us beyond our imagination. We don't want to go, we don't want to go where God wants to take us many times. Because it doesn't guarantee security and safety. So we don't want to go there. Because it doesn't guarantee that. What is most important to me is security and safety. And if God cannot provide that, that is not God. That's the most important thing. That is my God. Security and safety. That's my God. Nothing and nobody else can take this away from me. Mary would have never have chosen, the, chosen to take her life in the way it happened to her. Mary could not even imagine how God could do that. In my body, you want me to be pregnant with the Son of God? He, I mean, that was beyond her imagination. She would have never have chosen that way willingly on her own. My friends, we never choose a hard way. We always choose an easy and comfortable way. But sometimes hard and 
difficult situations are just dropped before us without my choice. It's not that I've chosen that way, but it just comes. It just gets dropped in front of me, on my doorstep. Sometimes because of Emmanuel, life becomes hard and difficult. Because of Emmanuel, there are confusion, shame, and crisis in our lives. Sometimes without Emmanuel, my life might, might have been better off. So when difficulties come because of Emmanuel, don't be too discouraged. Don't lose hope. Don't be too hard on yourself. Don't blame yourself and others. As Simon announced, that group of refuge uh, came into Canada. 25,000 people will come. And Justin Trudeau even went out to greet them. I was very proud of my own prime minister of my country. He chose the hard way, not the safe way. When everybody talks about security and safety, he chose humanity. God always challenges us. What are you going to choose in your life? Let us wait and see how Emmanuel turns our crisis into new birth and new life. Into new opportunity to experience what we never experienced before. I'm not going to be a slave to security and safety. One life I live. I don't want to do that. I want to experience something wonderful. What life can offer to all of us. You're still young. What are you afraid of? Fear should, ne should never be guiding principle. Fear should never. We should never fear other people to choose something. When you choose something, choose it out of love, not out of fear. Do not fear, for God is with us. For the new life to be born, there will be always chaos and destruction. The old has to go for the new to come. Right now in this world, we experience tremendous chaos and crisis, and people live with fear. We choose not to live with fear. Let us pray that God may give birth 
to new order in this world through this chaos and confusion. And that is something that we need to reflect on during this Christmas season. Jesus was born, but I hope that Jesus becomes born in your heart. When God is with you, when Jesus is born in your heart, then you will see something that you didn't see before. That's the message of Christmas. Let us sing together. moment of reflection let our lives what is guiding principle of my life is it fear or is it love do we always choose the easy way out safe way comfortable way we never choose our way having God's presence can be sometimes hard but that is the narrow road that we are challenged to take and choose. 